0: Here, we're gonna go here, here. Hey, we're live, Ginger. Everybody, this is uh, an unexpected surprise. This is episode 30, season 5, the finale of season 5. And we're going to have season six coming right at you. Not next week, but maybe in two weeks. Figuring that out yet. But in the meantime, look who's here. Ginger, you want to show your pretty face to everybody? Oh, this is Ginger. Look at that face. Oh, Ginger. We just adopted Ginger this past weekend. She's a little stressed out sitting on my lap. I'm bribing her with food. Ginger, look. Oh treats. Oh, and Crafty Beer Nerd says hi to Ginger. Ginger's a good girl. Who's a good girl? Ginger's a good girl. Yeah, that's a microphone. Okay, here. You earned these four. You have them. There you go. Your precious little claws are digging into my legs, so time for you to go. I love you, girl. Mm. Good girl. you get down? Good girl. Hey, everybody. That's the cold open. We're going to call that the cold open right there. Oh, we got people joining us already. I got dog claw marks in my legs. I'm sorry if you miss Ginger. She's just left. Not actually the new co-host, but she's a cutie pie. We adopted her. You know what they say, adopt, don't buy. That's what we did. She's lovely. Uh, you know what? I'll fill you in on Ginger in uh, in a few minutes, but... Uh, I think for the sake of consistency, what we need to do mostly right now is just get into some beers. Just get into them. Oh, there's my darling. Ginger's probably with Erica right now. Um, what are we doing? Hey, like I said, this is the end of season five, guys. 30 episodes in one season seems like too many. It's the most I've done in a season, so I got something special. This is a good one. I, uh, I went to the LCBO there on uh, was it Friday. Just need to pick up a couple of things. hadn't I didn't make my usual Godspeed order this week because I had some beers in the ice box. Didn't need a full order, so you don't always have to do that. Um, but uh, but I went to the LC and uh, grabbed a couple of tins of beer, and including this guy. Look at that tiger. Ooh, it's got the eye of the tiger. Rawr or whatever. Uh, beautiful picture. And of course, this is Collective Arts. Good monster. Ginger's a bit of a good monster. She's not a monster at all. Actually, she's just precious. Um, what is this you are asking me? Well, I'll tell you. Oh, I don't want to read the label too much. It's a New England diaper. That actually sounds kind of like you're saying diaper, but you're from Boston. From New England, For being honest. It's a, uh, a, a double IPA. This is a big boy, big girl, big beer. Uh, we don't need to gender beer. As far as I'm concerned, beer does not have a gender. This is 8% New England style IPA. This is a banger. Thinking uh, thinking your heady toppers and so on and so forth. That's what we're probably staring down the barrel of here. But it's a big one. Um, so I'm going to jump into that right now. Let's get a little Foley going, everybody. I've had this cut on my finger. Can you see that? That's Instagram. Here it is for YouTube. No, YouTube's not going to focus on it. Gosh, worst possible location. I wonder if I got it opening a can of beer. It's right on the spot where I open cans of beer. Might have been. I have no idea how I got it. It's been annoying me for about a week. So I gotta open my middle finger. It's like shaking hands with your left hand. It just does not feel right. Anyway, we got there. So, um, class I just had another beer out of. Ransack the universe. No. Life in the clouds. It was life in the clouds. (sighs) my wife takes good care of me um i'm gonna pour this oh there's our there's our angle for the folks at home so you can see this is hazy oh is it hazy it's not chunky it's not as hazy as some uh uh collective arts beers but it's definitely hazy um quite yellow um interesting two different cameras two different colors um But to my eye, tending to orange in the middle, but fairly yellow. Um, And yeah, not quite opaque, but just about. Um, Definitely on the hazy side of things. Don't see any um, chunkiness. So it's not a chunky boy, just a hazy boy. You know me, I like my boys hazy. Um, But yeah, let's mm, take a sniff here. Wow, it's very berry-like. Yeah, like strawberries for sure. And, um, strawberry tops. It's quite green. If you've ever hulled strawberries to make jam or something, the bowl of the hulls, which by the way, dry those. If you have a food dehydrator or put them in a sunny window on a screen, whatever, uh, in an oven at very low temperature, just with the pilot light, um, dehydrate them. Um, they gotta be on a screen. If they're sitting on something, they're going to get mushy. But if you elevate them on a, on a screen, um, dehydrate them and then put them in tea. Whew. That's nice. Um, and that's what this kind of smells like. It smells like strawberry tops. Juicy red fruitiness and a bit of green leafiness. That's else we got. And there's some orange. Definitely some orange juice, maybe. <laughs> I got to tell you, and I'm sorry. It smells like dog. It smells like cute, precious, adorable dog. So my hands smell like dog. Gonna take a sip. Maybe a bit of melon, maybe, but not a lot. Pretty mild. Hmm. hmm mm Well, mm-hmm, mm, 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 mm. oh, quite leafy and earthy. Still strawberries. Hmm. Citrus is less pronounced on the palate. Hmm. No, that's not true. It's orange juicy. It's not orange peely. It's orange juicy, like pulpy. Juicy orange juice. Oh, this is interesting. My my Adobe Audition is not looking the way it's supposed to. I'm missing an entire window right now. Eh, well, we'll figure it out. It's recording. I don't care. Um, I have a t- an attention span like a goldfish. Um, no, wait. They have bad memory. It's got a bad attention span. A dog? Squirrel. Like that. I saw a good meme. Dog meme. It's two dogs and one dog looks at the other and is like, says something like, Like, oh, you don't look very happy or something to that effect. And then the dog says, yeah, I'm not or something. I'm really messing this joke up. But the point is, uh, the dog's like, here, I'll tell you a joke. And he's like, okay and he goes, knock, knock, and the other dog starts barking too. Knock, knock, it's funny. It's topical. Anyway, um, what were we talking about? This beer is delicious. Good Monster, uh, double IPA, New England style, double IPA, Collective Arts. I suppose one of the questions is, does it taste like heady? It doesn't quite taste like heady. For one, the juiciness seems quite a bit fresher somehow. It's quite <laughs> like it tastes like there might be fruit juice in it. There isn't. I, I'm almost certain, but it really tastes like there could be. It's like strawberries and orange juice and strawberry tops. It's a little green and leafy, just a little. amazingly the bitterness is almost non-existent this is all back-ended it uh it has no perceived like no squeakiness on the teeth nothing in the cheeks a little bit of um tartness from that orangey kind of taste and strawberries too have a bit of an acidity uh that you would associate with them um but it's not sour beer it's not like that it's just there's a bit of that fruity uh tart quality. Um, yeah, no alcoholic heat. It's it does not drink like it's eight percent. I can tell you that. Mm. It's interesting. I'm trying to work out the malts a little bit here. Body's not as dense as uh, some of their other New England style offerings. It makes me wonder what's in it. I don't think there's wheat. There might be a bit of oats, but it's not. It's not a. Like, Life in the Clouds has a very creamy density to it. This one's got some of that, but it's not as, pardon me, not as pronounced. So, You know and I haven't read the can yet. Let's take a look and see what the can says. The cans don't typically say a lot from Collective Arts, just to warn you. Um, uh, this says that the arts by Erica Torres from Atlanta, Georgia. That's kind of cool. That's, oh, it says, oh, interesting. It contains wheat and barley. So it has wheat, but not oats. That does explain it. It doesn't have that creaminess that the oat gives it. Um, I didn't think it had wheat, although that could explain a little bit of that tartness. Um, wheat can offer a little bit of a, again, you got to be so careful because it's not a sour beer. It's not sour, but it's just a little, a little sharp. Sharp maybe is the word we're looking for. Really, really nice though. Hmm. Like. Very incredibly smooth drinking. It's it's. I mean, I'm I'm hesitating saying this, obviously, about a double IPA. It's fairly well balanced. Like. I'm starting to get a little bit of a kind of two rowy sweetness from the malt as the hops are kind of settling a little in my mouth. It's nicely juicy with strawberries and orange juice, a little green and leafy fairly yeah, fruity kind of finish. Lingers for sure, but again, no perceived bitterness at all. It's um it's quite delightful. Um yeah, really nice. Getting a little little bit of heat on the back of the throat now, as I've had a couple of sips. Nothing like what you would expect an eight percent beer to do, but a little bit maybe of of just just a touch. Uh, so I think I've talked about this. Got a question here on uh, <laughs> on, uh, on, on Instagram. And I'm realizing, yeah, I get it. It doesn't taste like an 8% beer. No, it does not drink like an 8% beer. Um, you'd almost think I'd already had one, which I haven't. I had at Life in the Clouds, which is six and change. Anyway, not nearly enough to be causing me any real problems. My mind, is, I think, is wandering a little bit as part of the problem. Because I'm kind of like, is Ginger here? Where's Ginger? Why am I doing a podcast when I could be cuddling my dog? Anyway, uh, that's where we're at. This is really nice. I'd never even heard of this before. Good Monster. Uh, New England style double IPA. Collective Arts. It was a beauty and I think it was only like $4.50 for the can. So using the Chris Schreier method of uh, calculating beer price. Collective Bigger. So it's above standard, but only just a tiny bit very 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 tasty beer um, I'm gonna have a sit because I want to give myself a little buffer because I haven't thought about food at all I've mostly been thinking about dogs Mm-mm-mm. so yeah what 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 should we eat while we drink this beer it's a tough call Mm-mm. As the hop is building in my mouth, I'm getting a little bit of, uh, of, of some bitterness showing up now on the cheeks, but for a double IPA, like nothing. Um, I want to think of something really cool, you know? Because this is a really cool beer, and this is the end of epi- or season five, so I want to go out on a bang. Um, it's gonna be something fruity. It's going to be fruity. Sorry. I'm also. Oh, gosh. I'm itching. I'm itching like my dog. This is like the most one dimensional I've ever been. I haven't mentioned fishing. I haven't mentioned rugby. Whoa, rugby, though. Have you been watching the Six Nations? Anyway, um, I got to be honest with you. Like, there's a lot of things you could probably eat and drink this and it would taste really nice. This is a pretty massive beer. This is going to be a beer you're going to do something special, like eat some cheese with, I think. And the cheese you are going to eat with it is actually not the direction you would think I would go, you know, with these bigger um, IPAs, often we go into kind of the, the bigger cheese area. I think you want to try this with a nice ripe goat's cheese, not just like the president's choice Chevra log, Although, if that's what you have accessible, go with it. It's going to work. But if you have access to, like, a decent cheese shop, try and find a goat cheese, a chevre. So, log-shaped, quite dense and moist, crumbly. That's what you're looking for. But what you want is one with a really nice... Um, what's the word the rind um, and feel free to eat it totally healthy, totally fine. I know it's a little weird cause it's like a little fuzzy looking, but talk to your cheesemonger about like uh, a chevre with a notably fruity rind and why this is going to work well is because chevre, um is dense and, and fatty, What we always talk about with cheese and beer does really well with that because it's very effervescent. But in this particular case, The fruity qualities of the beer are not going to be similar to the fruity qualities of the cheese the fruity qualities of the cheese I mean the orange is a little bit, but it's going to tend more towards tart acidic citrusy things And this has this nice earthy strawberry green thing going on and I think those two things are gonna go Pretty nice. So that's what I think you want some nice goat chevre barring that a complete upending of the classic idea of what we're going to eat while we drink this. How's this for you? A little slice of just a very plain, simple vanilla cake. Like a white cake. Sugary, light, airy, sweet. I said sugary, It's the same thing. A bit of vanilla the strawberries in this are is really going to do cool things with that the beer is going to dominate that right so this isn't like they're working with each other this is like you have a bit of the cake and then those strawberries and the the juiciness of the beer are going to kind of overpower it but it's going to give you a nice little base of taste to build on with this beer so those are your kind of two choices especially well Yeah, vegan cakes are alright, they're getting there, we're working on it, we're working on it guys. Um, But especially if you don't get down to dairy, and I mean goat is dairy too, um, you could do a cake, a nice slice of, or like a pound cake would probably be really interesting with this. Um, Sweet, yeah, cakey goodness with this interesting tart strawberry IPA, that'd be pretty cool. I think that's where we're going. I'm gonna have a sip of beer. So. Uh, I do have one thing to tell you about before, I'm going to open it up here, before I tell you more about Ginger, for those of you who were here at the start and got to see my beautiful, beautiful girl, Ginger. Uh, now I need to find, well I posted it, so if I go to here, I didn't post it, pardon me, I, uh, I shared it. Hey, are you missing uh, live music? sure you are who isn't anybody who's ever enjoyed live music is probably missing it right now unless you live in new zealand uh but so this thursday uh starting at seven thirty p.m there is a cool event happening called city hall live spotlight and, uh, there are two performances going on. One is going to be from the Dakota Tavern and one is going to be from the Linsmore. And we've got, um, Little Magic Sam at the Dakota and we've got, uh, Shakura Saida at the Linsmore. Um, these are live events. Uh, I shared it on, uh, on Facebook, but you can look up city hall live spotlight and, uh, check out the uh, hashtag #ShowLoveTo. uh, and yeah, you can watch online. There's a uh, platform and a whole bunch of information on toronto.ca/slash city hall live, all one word. Um, what's important about this? I mean, okay, so for one thing, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Anthony's saying, yeah, he's missing live music big time. Um, yeah, me too. And I don't even like going out and I miss it. So that says something. Um, this is going to be a live streamed show. The good news here: it's supporting artists and venues so artists have been struggling so have venues They're, they've been struggling together so this is a really good opportunity uh to support uh live music in the city uh both the venues and the people who produce it i do uh feel like you know when you listen to something on the radio and they say and uh, just a side note this company that we're saying bad things about is a financial supporter of this show uh no financial supporters of this show Except for myself, and it's just my time, so that's easy, but uh, I am very, very good friends with the owners of the Dakota Tavern, and I have been waiting for the bad news for like eight months, and they're hanging on, so especially the Dakota Tavern, one of the most beloved live music venues in the city, uh, Any Help would be great so please 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 tune in i i'm gonna guess there's some sort of way to donate or fee or something please pay it it will be worth it these are going to be fantastic performances uh and uh and a great opportunity to support the artists and the venues um so check it out it also does sound like it's a series so it's the first i've heard of it but uh keep your eye on that space because there will be others there are of course many music venues and artists in the city who are struggling and uh, we need to give them all the help we can get so uh please check that out uh that is city hall live spotlight uh this week this thursday at 7 30 p.m uh little magic sam at the dakota and shakura saeda i hope i'm saying that right at the Lindsmore. check that out that's going to be a lot of fun the best part it's BYOB, because you're going to be watching it in your house. So enjoy that. Uh, that's that's my only bit of news. What else is happening? Well, as always, nothing. COVID, that's what's happening. Uh, spiking case numbers. Here we go. Wave three, four, I don't know. If this were a set of waves we were trying to surf, it would be useless. We would say that the interval is unpredictable. Um, terrible stuff. So... Uh, Nothing else happening, or if there is, I'm not going to talk about it. I don't know. Look it up. There's things happening, but that one I want you to look up. That's going to be a good one. And then, uh, yeah, for those of you who weren't here at the start of the show, I have my little puppy Ginger on my lap. We adopted a dog. Lovely little girl. She joined us this past Saturday. She signed the paperwork for like two and a half weeks ago. It took a while, but uh, her and her sister were rescued in Texas. The Longhorn State, I think you're supposed to say. Um, is that what they call it? The Longhorn State. I think it's the Longhorn State. Uh, but she was, uh, yeah, they, she was. So she was rescued by the animal services in um, Grimley or Gimley or something like that, Texas. Uh, but Texas has an, like a very high, like ninety percent uh, kill rate in their shelters which is not great uh, for sure. It's also probably representative of that ranching culture where dogs are just things that do a thing and when they don't do the thing anymore, you get rid of that because it stopped doing the thing you got it for. Um, I tend to find dogs wonderful for companionship and love and they'll do that till the day they die. So they never run out of that. Uh, So anyway, we adopted Ginger. She is a mix, we don't know what, Looks a whole lot like a pit bull, doesn't she? But she's so small. Um, We've been saying she's a bit like a potcake, which is like a Caribbean dog, but uh, we don't know what she is. She's just cute and she is sweet and lovely and we are smitten. If you are looking uh, for a dog, I can tell you this because I was uh, not easy right now. Turns out a lot of dogs have been adopted. A lot of people thought, hey, if we're going to be home all day, might as well get a dog. Uh, so most of the shelters in Ontario have dogs uh, left that are not good with kids. Um, unfortunately, I have kids, so I need a dog good with them. Um, we did connect with Niagara Dog Rescue. Easy to follow. It's like the Toronto Beer Podcast. Just say, say what you do. Niagara dog rescue done. Uh, they do a lot of work with shelters and fosters in the States. So, uh, Ginger and her sister and like 18 other dogs were driven up from Texas this past weekend, uh, by what I can only describe as heroic volunteers. Think about this for a second. They drove these dogs in an extended transit or think like a Dodge sprinter, like a van life van. One of those, uh, not nearly as cool in the back as a van life van. I saw It was just full of dog crates. took 30 hours to make that drive. And obviously, periodically, regularly, they would have to stop, unload all the crates, walk the dogs, give them water and food, and then reload their crates and continue. And I understand um, that, uh, that, yeah, that's a challenge. So big respect to the volunteers. Big respect to the people at Niagara Dog Rescue uh, in the Canadian end who coordinated it. And uh, it was a fairly painless transfer, um, and Ginger. We were, we, we were looking at another dog um, who was listed as not wanting to be in a house with young children, and we said, well, our kids are 9 and 12. That's not really young. So we filled out the application. My wife did most of this, Erica. She was the, she was the, the real mover in this one, and uh, a beautiful dog named Pearl, by the way. If you're looking for a pit bully, beautiful, sweet dog who isn't great with young kids, please adopt Pearl. She's adorable. Uh, And Niagara Dog Rescue, one of the people, got back to us and said, oh, yeah, no. She really, like, by young, yours are still young. We're talking more like 15 and up, like teenagers. Uh, So she said, no, Pearl's just not going to work for you guys. It's not going to be a good fit. But... Would you like to take a look at Ginger? And she sent Ginger's info and we said, my gosh, what a great looking little doggie. We'll take her. Uh, and, and that's how it all happened. And so she is... And, and they picked absolutely perfectly. Like, she fits right in with us. She settled in. She's a little needy and clingy right now, but to be fair, we've only had her for just over 48 hours. Um, she easily sleeps... Uh, through the night in her crate. She's smart and responsive and eager to please. She's just a wonderful pup. I'm just seeing here, Kevin says, it says Pearl is a Boxer Lab mix. That is exactly what it says. That's also, incidentally, what Ginger was listed as. And if you spend a lot of time in the adoption market in Ontario, uh, Boxer Lab mix is shorthand for Pitbull because we, of course, have banned pit bulls, and hilariously, just any dog that kind of looks like a pit bull. They call it breed specific legislation. Hey, I hadn't gotten on a soapbox yet, but here I go, pull up my soapbox, I'm going to get on it. We shouldn't call it breed specific legislation, we should call it breed ambiguous Legislation because they say no pit bulls, no bull terriers, no Staffordshire terriers, and no dog that sorta kind of looks like one of those dogs, just in case. So it's complete bull, something uh, stupid legislation should never have been introduced. Was totally a vote grab from a desperate liberal government uh, to try and appease people and to just claw onto power for a little bit more. And top secret when you did it, McGinty, nobody cared, and your party stayed in power for like another two terms. So could we just hurry up and get rid of this stupid legislation? Have you ever met a Pitbull? They're the sweetest, goofiest, cuddliest dogs in the world. They're like 60-pound lap dogs that just want to lick your face and drool on you for the whole night. They're the most wonderful dogs ever. You need to be a good dog owner, but top secret, any dog can be a total jerk if their owner's a jerk. So let's not ban breeds. Let's ban, dog bad, ban bad dog owners. That was a bit of a tongue twister. Anyway, that's my soapbox. Breed-specific legislation A, not specific, B, stupid. Let's just get rid of it. I will tell you this. I think Doug Ford is a complete idiot, useless tool of a premier. I think he's completely mishandled the COVID situation, which wasn't surprising because he wasn't great before it. So he's just living up to what I would have expected. But I will say this right now. If the current provincial conservative government removes the breed specific legislation, I will give them full praise and credit for that because that will have been a good, smart, I mean, cost effective. We don't need to be spending money chasing down beautiful, loving pit bulls that are no threat to anybody. Anyway, I will give them full credit. If they do that, I will give any provincial government. I don't well, I was going to say some pretty stupid things there. You can be a really bad provincial government. Let's go with that. And if you end BSL, I will give you full credit for that. That will be a very good feather in your hat. So please, let's just stop this stupid nonsense. Breed-specific legislation, my ass. Anyway, uh, Ginger is here. She would not even fall under BSL rules because she's far too small. If she ever reaches 35 pounds, that'll be big for her. She's slightly bigger than a beagle. I say I think she's a mix between a pit bull and a beagle. That'd be my guess. Built like a pit bull, but way smaller. And she loves sniffing the ground (laughs) like a little little beagly pig. It's adorable. I just want to kiss her on her little beautiful liver colored nose. Anyway, speaking of which, I'm going to go do that right now. So that's it. Thank you for listening. It's been a real blast. Wow. Season five. It's like I barely even knew you. Um, We're done, kids. We're done. Uh, Not the show, just the season. So what's going to happen next week? No show. I'm taking next week off. I don't even know why. I just it's good to give yourself a break. No reason other than I can. So no show next week. That's OK. I'll be back. Maybe Ginger will be back. Maybe she'll want to sit on my lap and look at the camera more, uh, which would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, look, like, like looking for truffles. That's what she's doing when she's out there snorting, <laughs> looking for truffles or for Drugs or something um yeah thank you season five it's been a ball been a ball season five by the way guys the reboot right hadn't done this in a while started doing it did it for a while we're doing good i think i've only broken two bones in the course of this season so that's not bad we're doing okay is it actually has it no i think i restarted this after the second last break so just one broken bone since then not bad there's plenty of time for season six. Uh, anyway, uh, that's what we got. Uh, big ups. Once again, Collective Arts. Good monster. This is a banger of a beer. Good value. Delicious. I know nothing about it. I don't know if it's going to be regularly available, if it's a one off. Um, but if it's regularly available, I wouldn't grab a lot of these because, again, eight percent, guys. I'm not a young man, but uh, I would not be. um I would not be afraid to keep these in my fridge on the rag for a nice nightcap, as it were. And of course, after a nice life in the clouds like I did today, not too shabby. Um, That's where we're at. So back in, I'm going to say two weeks, which is, oh, wait, no, 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 not two weeks. That's the Instagram machine. I can't even do this. I know next Sunday, actually, probably in two weeks. Next Sunday is Palm Sunday. The following Sunday is Easter Sunday. So, uh, that's a long weekend. It's only a little long weekend for me. I get good Friday, but not Monday. Uh, but obviously kids do and actually top secret kids are probably going to be home from school. I don't know which way to use my hand to mask my words here, uh, because we're doomed. (laughs) So, uh, anyway, maybe we're all going to be on holiday in two weeks, but, uh, I'll come back Easter Monday. Yeah. Jesus came back. Why can't I? Oh, that's going to be the theme of the show. <laughs> uh, so that's when I'll see you. We'll see you Easter Monday. Have a great Holy Week in Easter if that's what you celebrate. Have a great Passover if that's what you celebrate. Or just have a great long weekend if that's all you're in for. Uh, don't forget, buy lots of chocolate, especially when it goes on sale. After Easter, great time to get a lot of great chocolate. Uh, so don't get, don't get a tummy ache, but uh, get into some nice chocolate. Have some good beers, and I will see you all for the start of season six on Easter Monday. It's going to be called Jesus Came Back, So Did I. We'll talk to you all then. Have a good night.